Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to Tuesday, September 12th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. First up today, finally, officially, we've reported this several times, but now it's it's done deal. But Patty Jenkins has officially closed the deal to direct, produce, and co-write the sequel to Wonder Woman, according to Variety. They say, sources say the number is in an, the $8 million range to write, direct, and produce, making her the highest paid female director of all time. A substantial back end of box office grosses is also included, included in the contract. Uh, according to THR, she made $1 million to direct the first Wonder Woman film. Yeah, well, she definitely deserves the raise and deserves any amount of money that they're going to throw at her because she did an absolutely fantastic job. And yeah, definitely... Not shocking news at all, but it's glad I'm glad we finally have official confirmation and we can move forward on rumors on what's actually going to happen in this sequel to Wonder Woman. Absolutely. She's still got that mini series that she's directing at least the pilot to. But other than that, this is really all she's got right now. And she's the most financially successful female director of all time now. So it makes sense that she's the highest paid female director of all time. I'm sure she's got a lot better contract here. Uh, we knew we knew she was already working on the script with Jeff Johns, or at least the, a treatment to the story. And uh, as far as the producing credit, I'd, I'm guessing that's just a way to something extra financially, or you know, just uh, official that she has more full, complete creative control, which she obviously had a lot on the first one. But you know, I guess she gets even more power here, which is yeah. deserved, like you said. What I'm curious about here is if they might have included, you know, if they, if this is just another one-off contract or if they, you know, signed her for one plus an option for a Wonder Woman 3 or some other film. I'm, I'm kind of hoping they did multiple films just to take care of this all at once. Um, so we don't have to worry about, you know, her returning again, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see on that. Yeah. I mean, I would obviously would love it if they have those plans in place already and, put it in the contract but even if, if this is a one-off i think it seems like she's enjoying her stay at warner brothers and she's doing good work so if wonder woman 2 does anywhere near as well as wonder woman did then i'm sure talks for wonder woman 3 will be coming soon yeah i agree so that's scheduled for december 2019th date tentatively as of right now um you know you never this far out you never know how, how, how release dates are gonna work but uh yeah i'm, I'm excited that we can finally move forward and it's officially done and we don't have to, to talk about, you know, her returning again. Yeah, there could be some big sort of franchise that maybe will push that date in either direction, but we'll see. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> All right, moving on to TV news. Uh, CW released this fall on the CW promo on YouTube. It's It has that, what is it, the Defy song? Dare to Defy. Dare to Defy. Yeah, it's got that catchy tune in the background and a bunch of slow motion, cool looking shots of characters <laughs> that you like running them from explosions and whatnot. Um, not a whole lot of new stuff here, but it's it's cool. It's well done. It's well put together. Yeah, I think you summed it up pretty well. I know like the Supergirl shot was old, so there's not really anything new here that I noticed other than maybe Diana Drake's new costume in action a little bit from Arrow. But other than that, really, probably don't need to see it. Yeah, this is a... One of my periodic reminders that there are actually non-DC shows on CW because some stuff would pop up. I'm like, what on earth is that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they might have, what, six DC shows now? But they do have some other stuff. 
So, and you know, Black Lightning and iZombie won't be back till spring. So, there's even more non DC stuff in the fall, which is right. just bizarre. I don't know why they would do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, those are, I mean, that's going to be, we're just a few weeks away now from, well, I guess four weeks this week from the return of those shows. So, yeah, inching closer. On to comic book news. Pretty cool. Dark Knight's Metal debuted last month. And it had a really awesome start with issue number one, according to Comic Crown. So it sold 262,000 copies at $4.99 a piece. That's the preliminary sales numbers. That makes it the number one comic book issue this year out of anything in both units sold and dollars. So that's really impressive sales numbers, uh, especially at the the high price tag for the issue. Yeah, 262,000 sounds like a big number. It's a lot more comics than I've ever sold. So... Congratulations. That's really knocking it out of the park. Yeah. So it's it's outpacing DC Universe Rebirth number one from last year in units sold, even though DC Rebirth was, you know, much talked about and it was only two ninety nine on the initial printing. So it, it looks like a great start. And I haven't checked this episode out or this issue out, but I've heard nothing but great things and I'm gonna uh hopefully this week sometime. Yeah, we should probably read that. Maybe we'll maybe we'll talk about it or something. That's a good idea. <laughs> All right, and wrapping up today, yesterday marked the 25th anniversary of the debut of Harley Quinn in Batman the Animated Series. So if you probably do already know, but if you didn't know, Harley Quinn did not exist in the comics. She was created for this show by Paul Dini and Bruce Timm and first appeared in the episode Joker's Favor. Yeah, crazy. 25 years already. Like well, you, you mentioned last week how people probably feel old with the 25 right. years of Batman the Animated Series. So it's just a, a few days after the debut that the world was introduced to harley quinn i didn't even realize it was so soon after but yeah how insane initially just sort of created as a one-off henchman who has become the greatest seller of halloween costumes out there (laughs) (laughs) that is quite an achievement yes (laughs) um but yeah i mean amazing pop culture legacy created from this character and i was trying to think of like a favorite harley quinn thing piece of media memory i don't know I like all kinds of iterations, but I was going to probably say the Mad Love, the uh, the comic book that became an episode of the new Batman Adventures, just kind of seeing her, all of her days with Joker and all that stuff was probably my favorite thing, but lots of cool Harley stuff out there, and I think we're going to see more of her in the future. Oh yeah, we're definitely going to see more of her in the future. All right, well that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.